Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's back with another episode. It's BG and the Coach, the Super Bowl of Podcasts. With you, as always, I am the Coach and my man, BG. BG, what's happening? Coach, great to be back in the saddle once again. It is Super Bowl season, a great time to be chatting because I feel like we need to talk about Super Bowl commercials. Well, I'm definitely not watching the game. My team got knocked out, (laughs) so I have zero interest in the game itself. So I'm up for talking commercials, certainly, and that might be the only thing I watch. I think that's totally fine. I, too, will probably only be watching with a passing interest because my team was stolen from me by the league and the devil uh, back in 2016. So, no, I, you know, probably same boat for both of us. Definitely. One team just lost a playoff game. The other team got relocated to a different part of the country. You and I definitely have the same issues. of putting it. Relocated. Yeah. I mean, stolen. Stabbed in the back with a knife. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Same thing. We need to do a separate episode on what it means when an owner moves a team away from a city. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, we're going to need about four hours for that. And uh, <laughs> we're going to need our intern to be at the con- our beep control for the cursing because it'll be out of control. Can I ask you a legitimate question before we jump into the commercials? Are you actually not going to watch the game or are you just not going to have as much of an interest in it? I actually am not going to watch the game, except if it's close, I'll catch the last few minutes of it. That's what I did a couple of years ago when also, like, Niners got knocked out in the championship game. I just caught, like, the last few minutes of Kansas City-Tampa Bay. Okay, because the reason I ask is, obviously, we're BG and the coach. We're huge sports fans. Mm -hmm. And for all of my anger at the NFL, I've still had the Super Bowl on every year except the first super bowl after the rams moved i did not watch a single second of that super bowl missed the entire i went to the gym which was empty and amazing uh, (laughs) and did not watch a single second of the super bowl that year all right so i'm more hardcore than you are i actually won't watch it barring maybe if it's really close at the end i have zero interest by the way i love that we bill ourselves as Huge sports fans, and I'm also kicking off this episode by saying that I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl. It just happens to be the biggest sporting event. But, uh, yeah, I probably am going to be playing solitaire on my phone. But it's because you're such a hardcore sports fan. Yeah. So I think that's fair. That's your spot on. That's what we'll tell ourselves and to give our show some legitimacy. But that's why – so I'm all in on the commercials, but I don't – I don't want to just go through funny commercials. I think what we need to do, BG – is we need to craft the recipe for the perfect Super Bowl commercial and put it out to the advertising world. And who are we to do that? Listen, man, I'm the coach. I have over 77 years of advertising <laughs> experience. And you, BG, you, you, you once I've, watched I've a YouTube ad. I've seen, I've seen commercials. Yeah. That yeah. YouTube ad you were telling me about that you watched the other day, you, you've seen at least one of those. Also, so I, between I, us... Yeah, I mean, I definitely fell asleep during the one episode of Mad Men you and I tried to watch together. Oh, yeah. So I feel like I feel like that makes me. Very Why did I start with that on our qualifications? We watched <laughs> like a third of the first season of Mad yeah. Men. Yeah, yeah, experts. By the way, not for nothing, it was only one episode ago that we basically fed the U.S. men's national soccer team all the That's insults. Right. For Gio Reyna that they needed. And yes, I did need half a second to make sure I wasn't going to accidentally <laughs> refer to his father. 
I think it's Gio Reyna. We you just fed them all the insults they needed, so I feel like we're more than qualified to put together a perfect Super Bowl ad. You nailed it. If we were doing this in true Mad Men fashion, we would reschedule this recording till 10 a.m. tomorrow morning and have an entire bottle of scotch in front of us and make disparaging Ooh. comments to the women around us. But we won't do that because we're not like that. And instead, we will craft a perfect Super Bowl commercial. All right. So let's jump into it. I will tell you, I mean, there's a number of things floating around in my head in terms of these ingredients for what goes into a great Super Bowl commercial. But if you told me, BG, that we only have another 10 seconds of this episode before we had to shut it down, the one idea I would get in there, this is like, this is the base of the recipe. You don't have this. You've got nothing. You've got to have a guy being hit, being hit. With a punch, run over <laughs> by a car. It's especially good if he's hitting the balls. Like that is America loves that more than anything. So I don't care what the company is, what the product they're trying to sell is, right off the bat, there needs to be someone getting hit and or tackled. Okay. I'm I'm mostly going to agree with you, coach, except I do think there's a special category of perfect Super Bowl commercial that is purely let's tug at the heartstrings. I'm talking about like dog and horse becoming best friends and then dog or horse is Mm -hmm. taken away from the ranch. There's going to be no hitting of anyone in that commercial. And I still think you can craft a perfect tug on the heartstrings commercial. But if we're talking broad based general, I'm with you. Someone's got to be hit. Hate in broad strokes here, BG. And I'll tell you, you can go the emotional route. I just think it's exceedingly more difficult. Meaning, listen, we're this is just one episode. We got about 20, 25 minutes to help out every advertising executive in the entire country. I'm going simplest route on this. And that's a swift kick to the balls. That's just, it's the (laughs) fastest possible way to get everyone in America from high schoolers to good old Nana chuckling on the couch. Yeah, you're right. No one's not going to laugh at that. I will say we don't even have 20, 25 minutes because we are debuting a new segment on this episode. Ooh, we no spoilers, but as a nice preview for everyone to stick around, we've got a new segment coming away. So we've got even less time. So I fully endorse. We need to just go straight ahead, kicking the balls. Okay. We're on board with that. That's got to be the base, the foundation of this recipe. Second one I'm going to throw out there is you just brought it up. Animals. You've got to have yeah. animals involved one way or the other. And if you're not going to have an animal, at a minimum, you need to have a baby. It's got to be one of those two in there. I think that's right. I think you can even incorporate the animal or the baby doing the ball hitting in terms of whether it's accidental or on purpose. I feel like we're already tying it together. Let me tell you something, advertising executives desperately tuning into this episode. I'm just playing checkers over here. My boy BG is playing chess. You combine one and two. This isn't one and two. This is one A and one B. I didn't sleep through the first third of that Mad Men season not to become in <laughs> hot with the ideas, coach. Don't you ever sleep yes. on BG. That okay. Call me Don Perfect. Draper, baby. Perfect. Donnie D, let me tell you something. You're on fire right now. Absolutely. If you can have the baby do it, it doesn't, it absolutely doesn't matter what you're delivering. And maybe that's the next point that I want to bring up when it comes to the perfect Super Bowl commercial. The really good ones make absolutely no sense for the brand and product they're promoting. You should get to the end of commercial and be absolutely flabbergasted that a baby and dog kicked a man in the balls (laughs) and it's for like a skincare cream. 
I'm 100% agreeing with you. And I think if you can even do one better, make it so that the viewer doesn't even know what your product is. I, to this day, don't know what GoDaddy is. I just know they had Dana Kilpatrick in their commercials. I still don't know what it is. I so I remember there's like still exist. I don't know. There's like a a moment, a formative moment in every football fan's life when they do <laughs> find out what GoDaddy is. And I remember that moment for me. And someone was like, "No, it's a uh, website hosting." And I said, "What is website <laughs> and what is hosting and what are those two words together?" And they were like, "Yeah, it's like a it's a pretty technical thing. They're a company that helps you build web pages." I was like, "That that has absolutely." Nothing to do with the commercials that I saw. Does, does Dana Patrick help you host? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure all it was was a commercial of her. Also, not to get too deep cut, would you put that on par with the same moment every single person found out that Shaggy wasn't the good singer in all of those songs in the mid-90s? Oh, who was the good singer? Uh, nobody knows. He had no career, even though he had the voice of an angel. No, Shaggy is the guy who is like, he's the rapper guy. But the other right. guy in his songs has the voice of an angel. He's got the smooth R&B voice and no one's ever heard of him. I, for years, I thought that was Shaggy. Oh, I, so I, I'm a step ahead of you on that. I knew it wasn't Shaggy. I just, I, the truth is, I have no idea who that guy is. And you're right. That you're my darling voice angel like guy? butter. Beautiful voice. I walked down to the aisle to that song. <laughs> I would have hired him to sing at my wedding. Probably would have been five bucks, but I couldn't even get his name. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and there's probably people out there right now listening to this podcast just realizing that now. And I, they've probably turned it off because it's so mind shattering. Okay. I have to build a tangent onto your tangent. If you could hire <laughs> one former musician, well, not a former musician, just any musician from the past who no one's heard of in the past 10 years and no one knows where they are to sing the song for walking down the aisle at your wedding, who would it be? Cisco thong song. No, you can't. Game Cisco's over. mine. No, <laughs> Cisco is mine. You can't. <laughs> I'm 1 million percent doing Cisco thong song and there's no question about it. I regret so much that I opened the question to you and didn't answer it and then turned it over to you. But I, I will pick for, for fair purposes the the beautiful singer in Shaggy's songs who he collaborates with, who nobody knows. Can you imagine on Cisco's behalf if both of our <laughs> weddings coincided on the same weekend? Guy hasn't received a phone call in 20 years and suddenly two weddings are trying to book him for the same day. <laughs> I, I, I hope he's using GoDaddy to host that website because it has <laughs> not been active in a while. That's what we call a callback, friends. I will also say, I think the answer to your question was technically illegitimate because you said, who would we hire? And there is zero chance we would need to pay Cisco anything to sing at our weddings. He's doing that for the free publicity. No question. That's love of the game. And Cisco's always been about love of the game, if nothing also, else. Also, pro tip to everyone listening, you go find yourself a spouse who will let you play thong song as you walk down the aisle <laughs> and you set yourself up for success in life. <laughs> That's a keeper. That's the <laughs> ultimate test. In fact, I would almost say if you're wondering whether to propose and you're just not sure if she's the one, like that's the perfect litmus test right there. Float that out there. If she <laughs> says yes to Cisco singing Thong Song wearing the same leather vest that he wore in the music video <laughs> 20 years ago, you know it's a done deal. And the silver hair. I hope the hair is still silver. I feel like it's, it's still silver, but in a depressing, like, yeah, gotten older way. Yeah. yeah. That's probably true. I would even go That's for if you can't get Cisco 
to do like the nice orchestra, orchestra instrumental version of Thong Song and see how many people in the audience can keep it classy. I like that. That's you know that nice like do 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 beginning to it that I think people would would appreciate. I've always said that that song was best played on the harp. You know, I've said that from day one. (laughs) You were. I always tried to do harmonica, and you you always came in and said it's it's a song made for the harp. Yeah, it's a perfect solution in the scenario where your wife to be agrees on the song, but the mother in law tries to put the Mm. kibosh on it. So you got to find a middle ground. Fine, we won't hire Cisco to sing it. But we will get that classical musical band that we're bringing in to harmonize it. Yeah. Hit, and hit us up on Twitter if you've got songs that are even remotely comparable to Thong Song that you were able to sneak in. And I'm not talking about the dancing part after. You can do all, it's all systems go yeah. for that. I'm talking about walking down at the reception. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you were able to get Thong Song or a comparable song in there, we need to hear from you. Love it. Now, I think we're right on track with what we were originally <laughs> talking about. All right, ad executives, tune back in. We're ready. <laughs> if we lost you, I hope you took your bathroom break right there. Although you missed a lot of important information. <laughs> Would, uh, should Thong Song be in the Super Bowl commercial? I feel like we stumbled upon gold. Okay, so maybe this is the next point we talk about. We talked about you need the baby or the animal. And the first point was, of course, you need the physical violence. But what about, right, almost every commercial has a celebrity involved in there. And it's typically either a current well-known celebrity who's just a mild personality, think like the Manning brothers, or it's a throwback like we're talking about. I think you've got to fall into one of those two buckets. You've either got to cast a very vanilla current star or someone who's more racy, but from like the distant past and get the nostalgia to kick in. Yeah, and I think throwback is the way to go because what are we really talking about a commercial that's got the Manning brothers in? I mean, maybe if it's funny enough, we are. But you tell me there's going to be a commercial with Cisco in it. I promise you, I'm talking about it at the water cooler the next day. And we're saving our execs so much money. Oh, yeah, easy. And you know what else would be an easy way to save money? You throw Cisco on there. And because I think we're on to something with the nostalgia piece, that's what everything about these days is about 90s nostalgia, seemingly. I would put Cisco together with an animated version of the Dunkaroos kangaroo and have that be the commercial. Ooh. By the way, I thought you were going to go Kool-Aid Man, which would be, I think, just as good. But Dunkaroos might be even better. Dunkaroos, I got to tell you, is better only because I've read stories about the limited edition releases of Dunkaroos in the past few years. Uh, People have killed each other. To get those done careers. Like, I don't know what's in that icing, but it's the furthest thing from natural. Oh, I, I will tell you right now, if I ever sat on a jury and someone was being charged with killing someone over Dunkaroos, they're getting a not guilty for me. <laughs> no question. No question. But that's why I say like that's why the Dunkaroos can't I can't think of anything more quintessentially nostalgic than the Dunkaroos, and I i don't know that most people remember the kangaroo. I do because you get hopped up on the Dunkaroo <laughs> icing and then stare at the empty container for four hours. But you put that in with a star like Cisco. You're set. Do you think Shaggy would qualify as a throwback star? I think no, he would I, at this point. Or is he I, not big enough? I don't think he's big enough, although his voice is certainly recognizable. In fact, that might also save some money. You don't even need to have him on yeah, screen. Yeah, just, just get his it voice. on recording. Honestly, he can do it from home. Doesn't even have to show up to the studio. Yeah, I think that's genius. 
And I, I even think I would go, I'd accept in substitution for the Dunkaroo kangaroo, the Kool-Aid man. Because I think yeah. even with his brief revival from Dane Cook, even that's dated enough now that I think we're talking throwback, beloved cartoon. I'll go cartoon. Yeah, it's, it's a cartoon animated character. And I'm just going to pile on to your point. <laughs> Dane Cook. Throw Dane Cook in there as well. No one's heard of yeah, Dane Cook in the past 15 years. He might fall into the shaggy category of people aren't recognizing him anymore. So he might. I know it's starting to get crowded on the set. But uh, throw Dane Cook in there. And worst case scenario, someone just assumes he's a production assistant and asks him for coffee. <laughs> Also, you're saying it's crowded on the set, but again, collectively, this is going to cost about $7 in fees <laughs> to these celebrities. So I think we're totally fine. <laughs> okay. So we got. I think that's that's close to my list right there of we had one, physical violence. Two, you've got to have a baby or an animal in there. Three, you've got to have some sort of personality star in there, either current bland or nostalgic. And a little bit more on the exciting side. What else and, do we have in this commercial? Well, and you you skipped one. We have to have no clue what the connection between oh, the right. product and the actual basis of commercials. Which, by the way, I feel like we're nailing already because you throw all this together, and uh, there's clearly no product that would end unless it is actually a Dunkaroo. So, which would be the ultimate throwback. We're th- throwing all these throwback people in there. I think we just basically gifted Dunkaroos. <laughs> The perfect commercial. You are welcome. Maybe we just have all the <laughs> characters we mentioned simply snacking on Dunkaroos. There doesn't even have to be dialogue. People are going to know what's up. And then we just yeah. cut to the Dunkaroos logo. And this well, maybe the tagline is, yeah, go buy these. Yeah. Well, and then a uh, baby will hit Cisco in the balls at some point. And oh, then, I totally forgot. I, and then cut, yeah, cut the black. Pivotal. We're good. Easy. Easy advertising executives. That took 15 minutes. And you've got... Listen, you either do the ba- – I'm with you on your point, BG. You either go basic, like it's clearly a Dunkaroos commercial, or or baby formula. Ooh. Just something or, completely left field. Or to your point, like a hospital. Just yeah. something that – forget even baby formula because there's going to be a baby in it. Like let's go oh, like shoot. Yeah, really I've, left field. Like a computer, a laptop. Yeah. Leaf blower. Like Leaf blower. Coach. That would be perfect. <laughs> and if if they are affording Super Bowl commercials, then hats off to them for how successful <laughs> they are. Because they're doing something right. Coach, I've got no notes on your proposed commercial. Call us, Don Draper, and any other Mad Men characters they might don't know. And pour <laughs> us a stiff drink at 3 p.m. It. Because we are, we are killing it. Easy peasy. And that just helps us tee up. Our brand new segment on the show, which is completely unrelated to commercials, but I really think, BG, this is going to be a recurring piece because there is a ton of material out there. We're calling this segment Famous People. They're nothing like us. Very clever, BG. Very clever. You can clearly tell our experience with ads and marketing. Oh, yeah. Just in case you had doubts from those first 15 minutes, (laughs) let that assuage you. We are going to be using this segment to focus on. You'll never guess based on the description. Famous people getting away with things that normal people would never get away with. And we had a very recent example of Shannon Sharp, who Shannon Sharp is a former NFL player. Today, he is a relatively well known talking head, I think, for Fox Sports. 
and does a daily morning show where he screams and another guy screams and they debate each other. Basically the show that BG and the coach aspire to. (laughs) It's basically every show other than maybe our show. Yeah, could be. Could be. I was actually watching it recently and was just like, what if we did an episode that was like that? Just the two of us shouting at each other for an hour and 45 minutes. Stay tuned next week, listeners, because we may have to try that. So Shannon Sharp goes to a Lakers game and right before halftime, he starts barking at one of the, the Lakers were playing the Memphis Grizzlies that night. A detail that legitimately adds nothing to the story but they're playing the grizzlies and (laughs) (laughs) and uh shannon sharp starts chirping at some of the grizzlies players and they come over to him there's a verbal altercation and they have to be separated by security nothing physical happens but shannon sharp was sitting courtside he was right on the court and basically jawing at these players they were jawing back half the grizzlies team came over to confront him and then halftime, they separated. All the players went to the locker room, and Shannon Sharp was kind of taken to the back by security. Pause the story here. Anyone outside of maybe BG and the coach, who's a normal person at that game sitting courtside, is getting booted from the arena at that point. No, no question, especially given terrible fan player interactions that have happened in the past. And it's been heightened recently, and we've even talked about it on this show. There's no question any regular Joe fans getting tossed, frankly, well before this, we got to this point. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's what it seemed like was going to happen because security took him back into the tunnel of the arena. And uh, the assumption was that would be it. But he came right back out at the start of the second half and proceeded to be able to sit there the rest of the game courtside. I don't know what to make of this. And it's even more complicated because someone from ESPN actually got an interview with Shannon Sharp during halftime, right after that altercation happened. And you would think that maybe if he was contrite and said, Oh, you know, I really didn't mean for that to happen, maybe he could smooth things over with security. BG, can I read you direct quotes from what he told this ESPN reporter? Coach brought receipts. Okay. First off, he basically said, uh, I told him to go F himself and then proceeded to say, You don't want these problems, referring to the Grizzlies team. He started to come at me and I said, You don't want these problems. And then one of the players' dads came to talk to him, which in and of itself is hilarious and throws back to our (laughs) Gio Reyna story from last week. Parents really got to stay out of this. The dad came down and Shannon Sharp said, hey, he obviously didn't want any problems. And then he followed that up with, don't let these fools fool you now. I don't know what that last part means, but it seems like he isn't doing much to calm the situation. No. And again... If a security guard even heard you saying that to a player to the point that the player felt the need to come over or a player's parent, weirdly, you are getting tossed so quickly. You're certainly not coming out for the second half. Mm-hmm. I had to laugh when you were reading his quotes about you don't want none of this because I think a perfect corollary to our things that famous people do that we could never get away from. A quick story for you, coach. Uh, I once had the pleasure of attending a Memphis Grizzlies game in Memphis when they were playing the Oklahoma City Thunder back when Kevin Durant was on the team. Mm -hmm. And I went with two friends of mine. We somehow finagled our way to mid-game getting close to courtside seats. And one of BG's friends, that's me, I don't know why I broke into third person there. I like it. Yeah, it's sharp for a second. (laughs) One of my friends started chirping at KD. Not anywhere near what Shannon Sharp was doing, but just chirping in general. Yeah. But to the point that the coach 
of the thunder, turned to my friend and said, do you want me to call him over so you can say that to his face? And my friend in the exact opposite of Shannon Sharp said, please don't. He would kill me. <laughs> so this is that already enough is famous <laughs> things that famous people can do that we can't do. But I think he's the perfect first ballot person for our new initiative for our new running segment because again if you and i tried that we'd be out of the game in two seconds yeah for sure i I can't let go of that story you just told though (laughs) can i just hit you with a few rapid fire questions on that please i didn't mean to distract we probably need to do a whole episode on it but let's let's do what we can let's while we're here first off how quiet was this arena Coach was able to hear you so clearly we, and have a conversation with you. We were sitting right. We weren't directly courtside. We were mm-hmm. like second or third row up. And okay. again, we this was only midway through the game, but we were right next to the coach, like right next to the coach. Okay. There's still a ton of noise, so it's still really <laughs> shocking. But maybe this gets into, it's not even a question, but I feel like this is a good test for a coach. If a coach is hearing a heckler like you and your buddies <laughs> and turning around and responding, like that's a, if I'm the owner of the team or the general manager, I'm looking at that and being like, yeah, this coach isn't going to work out. Like yeah, that's I, a terrible sign. I don't think Scott Brooks is still coaching in the league. So I think that was probably <laughs> a solid red flag that we jumped on. But yeah, probably not the best side. Right. Didn't you walk away from that experience being like, wow, he just responded to us. And it wasn't even like an angry glare. Like he fully engaged with you guys over your nonsense heckling that probably happens at every game since the beginning of time. Uh, That to me is like, wow, this coach is not going to be here for much longer. Right. And and it it was nonsense heckling. And the best part was he didn't even pull Shannon Sharp. And he's like, you don't want none of this business. He said, I'm going to call the big player over. to talk to you if you don't stop talking <laughs> which uh, the only regret i have from this story is that your friend didn't fire back at him and say bring it because <laughs> then the coach would have had to have gone to that player knelt down beside him and been like excuse me um uh, do you have a mr durant <laughs> just uh just uh i imagine him like just tapping on his kneecap uh excuse me uh sir up there yeah there there's a bad man there's there's a bad man in the crowd and and he's saying not nice things to you. <laughs> Do you think you can talk to him? Do you think he would have burned a timeout on it? <laughs> if he's talking to you in the middle of the game, how yes, he's burning a timeout on this. Probably if he can burn all of them back to back, he's probably just taking a 20 minute window to get this sorted out. <laughs> oh, it could have been. But could have been. We're going to have to have Scott Brooks as a guest on one day. Scotty Brooks will be our next guest. Please make sure you tune in to next week's episode. Can I also say, Coach, one thing I love about our new segment is it's very, I think, uh, tied into our other recurring segment, which is our Taken Out of Context winner. Mm -hmm. Because famous people are also the only people who can get away with saying they were taken out of context. Yeah, Like, you can never go to your spouse and be like, honey, remember when we got into that argument last night and I said, you don't do anything around here? You really (laughs) took that out of context. Like, that would never work. For average Joes either. So even taken out of context is something famous people get away with that we can never do. Yeah, you're spot on. I can't wait to start having overlap. We're just going to have to merge the names of the two segments together in some clever way. (laughs) Because inevitably, those two are going to, just like you're saying, they'll overlap. It'll be a taken out of context that only famous people could get away with. Coach, let me tell you what kind of business our listeners do want. And that's more episodes of BG and the Coach. 
You can find us wherever you find your favorite podcast, listen to our old episodes, catch this episode and future episodes. You can also interact with us on Twitter at BG and the Coach. Don't forget, we want to hear about your crazy wedding walk down songs. And until next time, enjoy a nice cold scoop of your groupings.